0: <laughs> back.
1: Thank you, Bill. Thanks, everybody. I'm Peter Sagal. <laughs> this is wait, wait, don't tell my bird the NP- uh, my my personal podcast about birds. Um, and we're gonna. I'm here today with uh, famous comedian, famous D-list comedian Mo Rocca. How are you doing today, Mo?
0: What? there's so many female guests on that show, and you make me Mo Rocca.
1: We're here today with Mo Rocca. No, no,
0: no, no, no. No. I could be Nagin Farsad. I could be Paula Poundstone. I could be fucking anybody. You're going to make me Mo Rocca? Nothing against Mo Rocca, but like, what?
1: Well, okay. A, I like Nagin Farsad, so that's off limits.
0: Oh. I like Nagin Farsad too.
1: So it's off limits.
0: Why can't I be someone you like?
1: I, I don't, I don't want to drag someone I like into this particular firing squad.
0: Okay, fine. I'm Mo Rocca.
1: (laughs) You can be Paula Poundstone. Hi, folks. It's me. I'm Mo Rocca. I don't remember what my own voice sounds like. Do you want to be Paula Poundstone? I I mean, a little. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) You're listening to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell My Bird, the MP. uh, I mean, my personal podcast about birds. Um, We're here today with uh, famous D-list comedian Paula Poundstone, uh was only on the first season of home movies real shame paula poundstone uh how are you doing today paula
0: hey you know i'm i'm okay a bird shit on me on my way here (laughs) it's not what paula poundstone sounds like
1: thanks everybody thanks so uh we're here we're gonna this is this is a bird variety show uh bird variety show hosted by me Peter Sagal and uh we're going to be talking about birds and I have a I have a first question here for you Paula first question if you would like to uh join in with the bird the bird talk uh first question do you think if birds knew that french fries were bad for them and killed them do you think they would still eat french fries
0: people do don't they <laughs>
1: thanks everybody that was a good answer B-
0: th- thanks thanks Peter why didn't you call yourself Peter Siegel for this bit it was right there it was right there
1: um, do you think birds <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Do you think birds like to fly, or do you think it's like a chore? Like jogging?
0: <laughs> I think they like it.
1: Yeah? What do you think they like about it?
0: If they don't have to be down here on Earth with all of us.
1: <laughs>
0: I Okay, I can't. I don't like this bit. I don't Thanks, like this everybody. Peter Sagal meets <laughs> Joe Foxworthy like impression you're doing. He's from
1: Chicago. I sound like I'm from Chicago.
0: No. Okay, Marge. Hey, Marge. Hey, Marge, son of a Gunderson. Are you turning
1: in early tonight? I can't help the fact that I got fired from NPR and that I'm here doing this. Did
0: he get fired from NPR?
1: No. Oh.
0: Oh. I thought we had a a Garrison Keillor on our hands. I was concerned. (laughs) Um, hmm. Well... You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Paula Poundstone.
1: And I'm Peter Sagal. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. So what we do here on Everyone's a Critic is we bring the funniest reviews we can find online on just basically any topic you could ever imagine. Um, you know, uh, spray paint. Staplers. Staplers. Uh, cheese. Um, NyQuil. Your favorite restaurant, just anything, and uh, we bring that to the show and share them with each other, sight unseen, and we just, you know, try to make each other laugh and make you laugh. In uh, what is what are some tumultuous fucking times at the moment? Recording this on uh, September 29th, pretty fucked up out there, huh? So we're just gonna have a little bit of fun. We're just gonna have a fun little time.
0: And so just just have a little bit of fun with us here, folks. Just, I mean, really, just come for our really clutch NPR jokes and stay for the fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, why don't you give us a preview of what you got coming later on the show?
0: Okay. Cause so can I? I'm gonna do this through uh, anecdotal storytelling. So what has happened to me? Is I have spent a week and a half attempting to get us to the book nook. Nice. I have been trying. I have been, I have been pulled up book after book uh, trying to get us back because I love the belligerent bibliophobes and I love the book nook. Um,
1: I've been there. I've been there. But
0: it wasn't there. It just wasn't there. I was trying to force it and trying to force it and it wasn't there. And then, then I met an incredible gal with a film degree and. <laughs> It really took the trajectory in a different, it really changed the trajectory. And so we are not going to the belligerent bibliophobes book nook. However, we are going to the Pious Parents Museum of
1: Moving Pictures. That's a very good title. I know. The Pious Parents Museum of Moving Pictures. Yes. Um, and so what this is, because I was, I was in the Oh, room. no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Oh, no? They have to wait. They
1: have to wait. Okay.
0: That, I- y'all have to stay through whatever whatever the hell is about to happen to us all. And then you get to hear about it.
1: What I'm gonna do to everybody? <laughs> so, and I would actually like you to guess, co-host. I would like you to. So, uh, I've I've had a recent kind of obsession with something. Um, I don't know if obsession is the right Fuck word.
0: Off. Oh my gosh.
1: So I was hoping that maybe you could guess what topic I'm bringing this week.
0: I mean, okay, the obsession that he is speaking of, uh, dear, dear, dear sweet listeners, who I like. I just want to tell you that, listener. <laughs> I like you. Jonathan has been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares.
1: Um, it sounds so bad to hear it out loud. It
0: does. It sounds bad to to see it happen to someone you love. Um,
1: <laughs> so I don't know
0: what's about to happen.
1: We're going to be looking at reviews for restaurants that were featured on Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs>
0: Okay, to be fair, there are some people who are really excited right now, I bet. Oh, yeah. Some people just heard that and were like, fuck yeah. And that's fine.
1: And that's how they said it, too, because it's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> and you can currently find every uncensored episode on YouTube. We're going to take a look at restaurants that Gordon you know, gave gave the Ramsey treatment to. I don't think this is going to be a recurring segment because uh, we're only looking at restaurants that are still open.
0: <laughs> oh, no. And oh, no.
1: That's like maybe 20, 25% of the restaurants that he's been to on the show. Um, so it's it's a very limited field. And first, we're going to be taking a look at reviews for Saki's Spin-A-Yarn Restaurant. Pardon me? Saki's Spin-A-Yarn Restaurant.
0: Is that Saki like the rice wine?
1: S-A-K-I. It's the name of the owner.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Who, okay. Was,
1: who was featured prominently on that episode. This is a steakhouse located in Fremont, California. <laughs> exactly <laughs> where it should be. And before we get into these reviews, I in the process of specifically looking for Kitchen Nightmares reviews, I thought the funny thing would be like the reviews that mention Kitchen Nightmares and like Rib Gordon for doing a bad job or whatever. You know, I thought I thought that'd be funny. Yeah. yeah and yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of that. There's a lot of that. But it was also just in like a particularly interesting look at all the ways in which Yelp does not work and <laughs> will never work in
0: terrible interface or it doesn't work as a concept. Doesn't work as a concept. Yeah, okay. Like it's
1: just bad for everybody except people who I guess get to like social media on Yelp. I don't know, but it's like it doesn't it it's bad. It's just bad. It doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, like so many of these reviews are a total waste of time. And we're going to dig into them right now because we're all here to waste some time. We got a 2-star review from Sharon B, a Yelp Elite user. <laughs> I'm about to talk some major shit. Oh, no. So please... Oh, no. So please be prepared. Number one, what the F is... What the F this place is doing in the middle of nowhere is the reason why they don't put any effort in their food. It had so much potential given the offering of their menu choices. I wanted more than a few items by default of hunger. I might be spoiled coming from the culinary capital of San Francisco. The only reason...
0: <laughs> okay interesting okay go on
1: the only reason why we came here was because my husband's boss recommended it lives in this place is the spot according to him uh okay it was also a farewell party so fremont it is i should have known
0: (laughs) so you went because somebody suggested it and also because you had to (laughs) yep okay
1: I should have known by the name of the restaurant, but I digress. My order consisted of sea scallops, kale, and rice. Not bad, but I could have made a better dish at home. And that's being really honest, not bitchy. Appetizers were calamari, fried zucchini, and butter prawns. I actually cannot say what was wrong with each one, as those are standard items and they're fried. I can fry a shoe and I would love it with some good ass dip.
0: That's that's explicitly untrue.
1: But no, these appetizers were whack. Their secret to everything, I'm guessing, is a whole lot of butter. It ain't bad considering you're out in the middle of nowhere. I will end on a good note. The music was on hit and from my era, the 90s, so I can't hate completely. If I were in the mood after a great dining experience, I would have danced. Except I wanted to clear my palate with a nice greasy slice of pizza from the city.
0: That was all over the place. And the interesting thing It was all over
1: it, the fucking road. It was hydroplaning left and right and terrorizing citizens.
0: Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> um What uh what is interesting to me about that review is that it did not say anything. And no. It, it just took a lot of words to do it.
1: It took I mean it met the character count.
0: I know nothing about I know nothing about the the restaurant. I have no idea.
1: Nothing was gained, and we're going to keep seeing that. Okay. We've got a three-star review. (laughs)
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: We've got a three-star review from Brandon B. A restaurant must be a thankless business to run. I went because I love to go places on Kitchen Nightmares, Season 4, Episode 13. I went, sat at the bar.
0: They love to go places from just that episode. (laughs) Just that one.
1: They only eat at (laughs) Saki's. That's it. I went, sat at the bar, and ordered an off-menu burger from the lunch menu. I ordered it rare, harder to get right. It was the best burger I have ever had. Without qualification, the hands-down most delicious burger in the world. There are reasons to dock a few stars, but I say roll the dice here. Get the burger at least.
0: What are the reasons to dock stars? We've this, got is a- a- this is a three-star review?
1: We've got a one-star Wait, review.
0: Wait, no, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Rewind. Put the VHS back in. What? Why? 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 There are,
1: there are reasons to dock a few stars.
0: Yeah. What are they? Reasons. Okay. Stuff. All right. The stool <laughs> kicked him on the way out?
1: The stool insulted their family heritage, yes.
0: Oh, okay. So just sat down and the stool went, mm, don't like the look of you.
1: We've got a one-star review from Daniel W. After spending $300 for five adults, I was disappointed. So let's let that sink in. That's
0: a lot of...
1: $300 for five adults. I was disappointed.
0: So that's what? That's $60 a piece? Yep. Fuck yeah. Nice job. Got it.
1: I was disappointed. I have a master's degree. The service was very good. The cocktails were very good. But the food was disappointing and uninspired. I had two appetizers. I had two appetizers, their signature pawns and Oyster's Rockefeller. So-so. The oysters were had big lumps of melted cheese.
0: But when I got my pawn all the way across the board, it did become a king crab.
1: It did become...
0: <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on fire right now. Keep
1: it coming. Your ultimate's ready. Yes. Push Q. Push <laughs> I'm going to push
0: B. Let's go.
1: I could have done better on my first try. The coconut cream pie was almost inedible. The crust was so hard, my fork could not cut. I tried hammering the crust with my fork and fist. Sadly, still couldn't break it.
0: (laughs) 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 So you're telling me there's a grown-up just in this restaurant donkey-conging his pie? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And post donking, it was inedible.
1: It was indeed inedible.
0: Okay. Cool, cool, cool.
1: They also added a $10 charge for using a credit card. WTF. That is a lot. I won't be going back.
0: That's quite a bit for using your credit
1: card. I feel like it's a one-star review for their decisions, though. Mm-mm. Right?
0: I went to this restaurant and I did bad.
1: I spent way too much fucking money at this restaurant. One star.
0: One star. One like, star. Nobody made you? Maybe getting two appetizers and then complaining about how much money you spent is a little irrelevant? Yeah. But who's to say?
1: <laughs> Five stars. From Eva M. Fantastic food. Horrible clientele we left early due to this woman high-pinched noises and wanting to high-five her friend every time she thought she was funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't know I'd ever been to Spin Spinny Yarn restaurant.
1: <laughs> Whoops. You do, you do have a, hair, a very high pinched noise.
0: I do. I do frequently. Yeah. I just, nothing was gained. What this review doesn't tell you is that individual is there every time. And so it is reflective on the restaurant. They, they actually, this, that individual is just a, a Harry Potter picture that's in the restaurant all the time. Judging, <laughs> and that's what's annoying about the high fives is that it's to anyone who's nearby.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it is like a feature of the restaurant. It's, uh, it's I mean, fair. Gotta be, gotta be. You're right. I take it back. Fair criticism. Fair. Totally criticism. fair.
0: Totally fair. I
1: take. We'll just. We'll just delete that one. I'll edit it out. Yeah. Take it's this totally one out and post. We got one more. This is one star from Ryan H. I showed up here at 9.45 p.m. with reservations, and they were closed. Yelp said open until 11 p.m., and so did the sign when I showed up to lock doors. Great start to a date.
0: What? What? They had a reservation? Yeah. So they had, like, spoken on the phone to someone. Yeah. And the restaurant was closed.
1: They probably had an emergency or something. It happens. It's also... 9.45 9.45 p.m. Yeah. Which, I mean, different strokes for different folks, but Seems like, what? Seems late for dinner. Seems late for a, a dinner date, huh? To start a dinner date. Unless you
0: maybe went to a movie. Well, no, because you couldn't have done anything. Because the date starts.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wild. It's it's wild. The, the, the bad start to the date was when you picked the time.
0: Yeah. The bad start to the date was when you called your date and said, well... Called when you texted your date and said nine forty five question mark? <laughs> that wasn't a dig. I just, you know, <laughs> you just, I wouldn't have called.
1: You have to correct the record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's yeah. be real. Yeah,
0: let's be honest and let's, real.
1: Let's let's be honest. Um, yeah. So let's um. Let's, hey, do
0: you want to go on a date?
1: Take me anywhere.
0: We're gonna go to the Pius parents' museum of moving pictures. Oh.
1: This movie is rated G. <laughs>
0: what I learned this weekend was that IMDB has a section that's called the parents guide. Now, I struggled with this a little bit because is this truly a review? I, I think so. I'm going to say yes, because it is crowdsourced and it is based on a single person's opinion.
1: It's, so, it's their subjective viewing. And it's probably deeply flawed. So, yeah. So I yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. This, this, I'm, so I'm going to say
1: this is at our stable.
0: So on uh, on IMDb, when you go to the parents guide, there's it, it breaks it up into categories. The categories are sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and then frightening and intense scenes. Um, <laughs> it's not terrible in theory. Especially, like, the frightening and intense scenes. Like, if your house burned down and then there's, like, a house burning down scene in the movie, you might want to know about that beforehand. So, like, your children yeah. aren't, like, upset. I get it. You know, that's an extreme example. But, you know, I understand the, like, desire.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea up until the point you decide to crowdsource it.
0: Um, we are going to start
1: with Zootopia. You picked a really dirty one.
0: I did. That's me. I thought it'd be nice to start there because see for this first half I tried to pick movies that people like remember and know a lot about to really introduce this new potentially recurring segment. You have even watched Zootopia and kids movies generally aren't your thing?
1: And I'm and I'm pretty jaded. I mean the only like I mean, to be fair, Adventure Time is like my favorite show ever. But kids uh,
0: shows are different than kids movies.
1: Yeah, generally pretty jaded. Zootopia fucking rules. I love it. It's, it's so, so good. It's, it's so, so good. good.
0: So obviously, we're gonna start with category Pitch numero uno: sex and nudity.
1: <laughs> okay, so how does so like the, these are the different categories that are gonna be in each review um, by one person.
0: Well, it these are these are the different categories in which you could upload something. So within these categories. Um, there are like people post
1: reviews. Okay, so it's it's all individual posts. Yes, under, di- okay, under gotcha. a different category. So gotcha. I have
0: I have two posts under sex and nudity. Um, the Parents Guide will also give it a rating, like at the top, none, mild, medium, or lots. I didn't see anything that had like whatever the extreme one is, but... Yeah. Um, so IMDB listed it as having none, sex, and nudity.
1: Which tracks...
0: Which tracks, it is a children's film.
1: It is it is a children's cartoon. So. However,
0: the pop star, Gazelle, is always shown wearing a small top and skirt, which reveals her midriff and thighs. <gasps> no. At the end of the movie, while performing at a concert, she shakes her behind to the camera and is surrounded by tiger backup dancers, all of which are wearing only small shorts. <laughs>
1: The audacity. The audacity. Unbelievable. I mean, really.
0: And something else happens that is far more grave.
1: I can't imagine anything. A, a realistic depiction of of what pop stars do? No. Can't uh, imagine.
0: I mean, you you can put Britney Spears in her underwear at the on the cover of a magazine at 16 years old, but uh we we care more about
1: this. I can't I can't handle tiger dancers <laughs> in short shorts.
0: Yeah. It's not even warm. Let's not talk about the sexualization of youth. Um, A man asks another woman, what do you call a three-humped camel? And then says, pregnant. This joke will fly over children's heads.
1: And no one else is watching it. (laughs) I wasn't even paying attention. I was texting the entire time. And the people behind me kept, like, muttering and getting mad. And I, I wasn't sure why. But I was texting the whole time, and then I heard that, and I was like, my kid didn't get that. I thought it was funny.
0: There, there's a second post about the three-humped camel joke, okay. which reads, a joke about a pregnant camel. There's even a joke about rabbits and multiplying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rabbits can't even multiply. They only do addition. Only addition. And subtraction. Only Man. your basics. Man,
0: just the end of PEMDAS.
1: i can't handle the idea of rabbits doing mathematical operations above their grade level it's unrealistic one star we we
0: cannot give children the idea that rabbits can do math
1: or fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i've got one more for the sex and nudity nothing has sex ever ever however
1: there are rabbit storks can you imagine a rabbit stork?
0: Oh, does it? It is it? Is it like a regular stork, but it has really big, long ears?
1: Yeah, basically. And it and there's there would have to be millions of them.
0: Oh my god! And they would just be
1: like fucking doing circles.
0: They do. There's actually, it's just a a rabbit stork like Uber XL. <laughs> That, and it just
1: loops it just drives up in a van that says rabbit prime
0: it's just... <laughs> same
1: day delivery same day just drops off about 50 billion of them <laughs> and then and then australia's dead
0: oh no and it's taken
1: over by rabbits yeah. because of rabbit prime thanks again
0: thanks again bezos <laughs> um <laughs> the rabbit stork <laughs> um i do have one more thing to tell you there is a scene in the film where the protagonist visit a nude spa and naturalist club, which has animals yeah. that do not wear any form of clothing, a departure from the rest of the film where the animals are depicted with clothing. There's no visible genitalia, but the areas where they would be are prominently shown.
1: Could we also do a review for um, your like your sister-in-law's dog, you know? He like
0: always got like what is it gonna take to neuter
1: yeah like went to my sister-in-law's house with my kid dog had his dick out the whole time the whole one star. time
0: did not like it one star not
1: family friendly not
0: in front of my children please please stop bringing your dog with enormous balls to the park <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, yeah, review for the dog park, not family friendly. Not so family friendly, much, no So thank much you. dick and ball.
0: The dogs are not in clothes. <laughs> um, and we're only going to visit one other section for the movie Zootopia. Profanity. The word cripes is said by Judy's dad. It can be misunderstood as Christ instead.
1: <laughs> and. It, it is unacceptable to take the cripes name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> they they're, say they say cripes in they, one scene and that could be misunderstood as crepes <laughs> and i do not want my kid getting a hankering for crepes because they're expensive they're
0: so expensive they're really and where expensive. are you gonna get crepes and
1: hoity-toity and european and i do not want my kids being interested in europe ever
0: there are four misuses of god i.e oh my god and a few other lighter versions of mild language.
1: Ooh, I want to hear about those. I mean,
0: fucking yikes, right?
1: Mm, like, four,
0: four OMGs Yeah, in the movie.
1: movie. And then just some like really sensual Virginia Slim swears. <laughs> some, some of that good mild stuff. Um, I am
0: going to continue to fluster you because I will tell you that the... Uh, let's go ahead and be clear the funniest part of the parents guide is the sex and nudity portions of the children's movies it just naturally is is where people try to skirt around what bothered them and it's always bullshit
1: um <laughs> and it's a, I imagine it's the part where they have to stretch the most it's almost like they're being given a quiz and they feel like they have to answer every portion it's, you know, no no answer is not an option. You have to come up with something.
0: You know, when you were in school, like, taking a foreign language course and you had to do an oral exam and you just had to make it out of, like, any of the words that you knew? Yeah. You know, because at some point you just, you get, at least for me, I would always sit down and I would sit in my oral exams and just realize that I didn't speak any German. I would, I would speak German yep. okay, and then I would sit down in front of my pr- instructor and just not remember any German. So any of the words that I could think of, I would say. Like, if uh, I could just remember the German directions to my local grocery store, like, that's <laughs> what was coming out, you know? And that's what these feel like. It just feels like I don't know what I want to say, so I'm just going to say whatever comes to mind.
1: It's it's exactly the same. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> just, everyone is just, uh, donut kebab?
0: Donna. Donna. Emma Rex.
1: Biblioteca.
0: Um. Um. Donde? No. Donde está el uh, baño? Um. Mm-hmm. Um. We're gonna talk about Toy Story.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. The first one.
0: We're gonna yeah the first one. We're gonna okay. talk about the sex and nudity in Toy Story from 1995. Fucking Bo Peep wasn't
1: even in that one yet.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, she was.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. well, carry on. Girl
0: was getting it.
1: I Well, then I know where we're, yeah.
0: <laughs> then you know where we're headed. Yeah. Obviously, this is where we're headed. Early in the movie, Mr. Potato Head rips off his own lips and taps it on his own butt, indicating that another toy character is a butt kisser or a suck-up.
1: <laughs> Which is pretty fucking funny.
0: <laughs> Which was hysterical to me as a child. Yeah. Sex and nudity. Hmm. Um also, a pair of naked doll legs are glued onto a plastic toy fishing rod with a hook on the end, and this creation walks around.
1: <gasps> oh no.
0: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever seen a pair of legs? I mean, g- yeah.
1: The, them gams
0: it's the gams it's what really gets people hot and bothered yeah i i just that was the one that really got me that really because you sit down in front of your phone or your computer and you think what was the sex and nudity and toy story and you think back to that sexy pair of legs that made you feel weird things in your no-no parts <laughs> like what <laughs> what the fuck
1: <laughs> you're ralphie all over again and your dad's won a major award And it's gleaming in the window.
0: But like at least there's like a little bit of butt at the top of the leg lamp. There is just a
1: little, a little sliver of of ass.
0: These are just Barbie doll legs that have been ripped from the ass and stuck on a fishing rod. It's psychological terror, not nudity. (laughs) Like what Yeah.
1: And the best part Barbie doll legs available in 3D in real life.
0: That's true. However, we, I do have one. Okay. And this is the other fun part. Um, at the bottom, they, the, the cat when you're inside the category, at the bottom, it says spoilers. So if they think that the parents guide is going to be it, like the review is going to be a spoiler, they tuck it underneath this handy dandy drop down menu.
1: So our spoiler fear even lives in this place.
0: Even lives in the parents guide.
1: That, that, a place that has no joy or interest or reverence in film.
0: But do not spoil Toy Story. <laughs> 1995's classic Toy Story. At the end of the film, Bo yanks Woody under a mistletoe. When he notices it, she proceeds to pull him off screen and we hear kissing noises. Woody later returns, covered in kiss marks, looking very bliss.
1: <laughs> Kissing's bad.
0: Kissing's bad. Nobody kisses.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: No kissing.
1: I just, and there's no room in those to like. It's just all implied that they think it's super bad or something. Yes. But we don't. We don't. It's it's painful that we don't get to find out why.
0: Yeah. There's no. The, what was so interesting about the uh, parents' guide is it is. It's all content based. Like they yeah. don't put their opinion in there, but they do. But it's not like explicit.
1: It's the worst kind of opinion.
0: Yes. It's crazy. I do. I have one more thing. I know like we're going a little bit long, but I've got one more sex and nudity thing from a different film that I like. This is like an honorable mention because I could just find this one thing. Yeah. But it's the reason we are doing this segment.
1: (laughs) Okay. Good. Good.
0: Finding Nemo. 2003. Are you ready for the sex and nudity in Finding Nemo?
1: I mean, they are all naked. Uh, All the time.
0: Listen, don't tell Guillermo del Toro about Finding Nemo. (laughs) Like, don't let him know.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right.
0: There was actually a very easy to miss innuendo with a young octopus commenting on how a tentacle is shorter than his other tentacles. In octopuses, the penis is shorter or slightly differently structured. It's an innuendo that's very easy to miss for younger audiences.
1: Good. Cool. Well, they missed it.
0: When you grow up, you know all about octopus penis. That's, <laughs> that's what we don't tell kids. Like, you hit puberty, and then we tell you about an octopus's penis. We sit
1: you down, and you have, we have the talk.
0: The talk. Listen. Hey, babe. Yeah. It's time.
1: Yeah. Um... Do I do I finally get to talk? It's been it's, it's been 29 years. I
0: know. Hey, this it's been it's this has been a long time coming. But an octopus's penis is slightly shorter than all of their other penises.
1: <laughs> and that's okay. We're all different. We're all yeah. And I just, it's important because they're going to find out about it at school anyway.
0: I mean, if they don't know already.
1: Yeah. If they don't know from the dang internet already. Ugh,
0: good grief.
1: They're going to find out at school in that sex ed class. And because we all, we all learned about octopi dick in in sex ed.
0: That's why I think we should do away with them.
1: Yeah. Abstinence only.
0: Abstinence only octopus class. Yeah. If your life is causing you stress, send us mail on the pony distress. (laughs) What do we have in the Twitterverse?
1: distress distress in um, the Twitterverse. this is our mailbox segment actually why don't you why don't you thank our new emailer real quick and then i'll dig into the Twitterverse.
0: we got the most delightful and earnest email from jack and i just want to say thank you it really made me smile
1: thank you so much uh there's still plenty of you of our uh very small but um, legitimate little cadre of listeners that we have not heard from. So if you'd like to shoot us an email, we can be reached at forevercritic@gmail.com at and we just love to hear from y'all. Uh, you can pretty much say whatever you want. You can say that our dog sucks. Um,
0: don't say our dog sucks. You can, you can say, say, our say dog pretty sucks. much anything but our dog sucks. You don't know our dog. Our dog is great. Um, <laughs> speaking, what do we have in the Twitterverse?
1: Speaking of dogs... I did I did stumble across uh unrelated. I did stumble across a very fun hot dog recipe. Oh yeah? Yeah. That I thought maybe I could share. This is a this is a recipe on all recipes. This is available for the public on uh, all recipes.
0: Uh, oh.
1: It's a recipe for Johnny Dogs.
0: Well isn't that a coinky This
1: is a recipe by Jericho. Uh thank you, Jericho, well, for thanks, making this Jer- recipe.
0: Jericho, those sound delicious. <laughs>
1: When the kids came home raving about my neighbor Jess's Johnny Dogs, I thought they were playing a prank on me. I finally gave in and made them one afternoon, and boy, was I surprised. Think of the peanut butter as a spicy Thai peanut sauce, and the olives add just the right saltiness. (laughs) This will please all the critics, and isn't everyone a critic? And the recipe includes one hot dog with bun, which was the funniest part to me. (laughs) One one hot dog, parentheses, with With bun one tablespoon peanut butter four pimento olives one tablespoon bacon cheddar canned cheese spread and one pinch red pepper flakes
0: oh my gosh
1: and then you just put it all together you prepare a basic hot dog in your preferred method pan fry grill boil microwave etc what they don't mention is hot toast. dogger they do not mention toast for the uh, hot dog
0: do not toast the dog that will ruin you,
1: it you can't for this one you can't unfortunately um and i saw so I just you know uh, I just happened to stumble across that, but thank you so much. And if you would like to check out that recipe for yourself, it's available in our Twitter feed. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somewhere down in there. Uh, I retweeted it, so it's in there. Um, and
0: I, with that, on that, I think we're ready
1: to get back to Kitchen Nightmares. Are
0: you sure? There's no more mail? Can we check the bag? Can I get inside the mail bag? If I'm inside the mail bag, do we have to do Kitchen Nightmares reviews? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just, I, I want to be clear. I have only been watching it in the background. I, I, I try to just sit down and watch it. And I, I mean, you can't. It's you can't, awful. You can't. It's awful. But as background noise, you're like, like I'm playing Planet Coaster or, or City Skylines or something really chill. And then in the background is just constant hatred and bickering. <laughs> And screaming and profanity. And Man. things falling and crashing and breaking and like rotten food being squished in Gordon Ramsey's old, old hands. It just, just sucks the life
0: right out of me.
1: Squishing slimy chicken between Please his fingers. Please stop
0: talking.
1: And, and the whole time I'm just like building a roller coaster. And I'm like, this is fine. This is cool. Oh, gosh. It's fucking great. It's so I'm, good. I'm
0: happy for you and I support you.
1: So we're going to be taking a look at reviews for Yanni's Greek Restaurant. This okay. is a place that's still open. Um, of Of Kitchen Nightmares episodes, this was a more tame one. Okay. You know, okay. like it, the place was kind of fucked up, but like genuinely they seem to be doing pretty good now. They're one of the few survivors that's like doing really well.
0: Fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we got some reviews. We got a four star review from Zachary Yu on Yelp. This is this was posted, like, days after the episode aired. This is from 2013. A lot wow. of these are. A lot wow, of these are. Wow, wow, Gordon Ramsay did a masterful job improving Yanni's. The new decor is light and contemporary, and the food is fresh and tasty. It's nice to see how the family is helping each other and all working together to succeed. I hope Yanni's continues on the path Gordon Ramsay set for them. They were very blessed to have him, a world-class superstar chef, help them. <laughs> <laughs> but how is your food
0: does it matter gordon i i stood in the same space gordon ramsay stood in and probably some of the air that he breathed was still in there
1: and still had his lung stank on it and probably then it got in my lungs
0: i breathed gordon ramsay's lung stank
1: I could smell the time he squished chicken between his feet.
0: Stop talking about the chicken. (laughs) I'm done with the chicken squishing.
1: Four stars. (laughs) David H. Posted in 2013, in the month that the episode aired. Mm. Featured on Kitchen Nightmares tonight with Chef Ramsay. They made great changes. Has been very good, now should be great.
0: Is it? Wait, how many stars? Four. Yikes.
1: A four-star review by someone who didn't go.
0: Oh. I'm pretty (laughs)
1: pretty sure literally they watched the episode and then reviewed the restaurant on Yelp. Oh, my gosh. Which is fucking insane.
0: That's crazy. People are crazy (laughs) and need to be
1: stopped. And the best part, five Yelp users voted that that was useful, four voted that it was funny, and two voted that it was cool. (laughs)
0: i would have been one of the ones that voted that it was cool i think that's a really good use of your tape
1: two stars the best part of this review they don't know what kitchen nightmares is oh no two stars from lynn g posted shortly after the episode aired I have been going to Yanni's for many, many years, and I also lived in Greece, so I have a good sense of what Greek food should be. It seems some kind of quote-unquote marketing genius has taken a very fine Greek restaurant and turned it into an ordinary savlaki joint. (laughs) Their new menu is heartbreaking. My whole reason for going to Yanni's was to enjoy food that one could seldom find in a Greek restaurant outside of Greece. I realize that their former extensive menu might have been hard to sustain, but I wish they could have held on to at least a few of their former fine dishes. Just a few. I'm giving it two stars instead of one because the food, such as it was, was fine. But I can get Greek food like this anywhere. What a crying shame.
0: Damn. (laughs) Some so-called marketing genius. Wow. Wow. Did you watch this episode? Yeah. Was there like... Was their food bad and gross?
1: Um, not as bad as it usually is. He like thought it was too garlicky and stuff, but also Greek food is supposed to be pretty fucking garlicky. Yeah. So, the the thing with the tasting is that he will really go out of his way to just to just say shit is bad, yeah. you know? He's rarely like he's rarely willing to sort of give and be like, "Well, this one's okay," because that's not good television. Yeah. And he is beyond a chef beyond all of his other hats that he wears
0: he is an actual tv
1: he he is he is an actor
0: he is a television
1: yeah he is an actual television walking around just producing content and doesn't matter if it's good or bad we've been watching master chef it's bad most of this stuff is bad um just spits out content constantly
0: all the time so yeah i mean
1: I don't remember if the food was good or bad because I usually just assume he's lying anyway or at least or at least <laughs> like stretching the truth. Sometimes like you can visually see the thing he's talking about. But yeah. Yeah. Ooh, One star. Okay. From Andrea Z. Whatever Gordon Ramsay did here did not work. Walked in. Good decor. Great looking menu. Sat down and was told they were out of hummus. Waiter said it may not be available that night. We asked her to check. She came back and said it would be a long time until it was ready. When we inquired about how long that was, she finally came back and said 15 minutes. We decided to wait and order a few appetizers. After two bites, we got our check and (laughs) left. Waitress was rude. Food was nothing special. We'll never return.
0: Wait, why did you leave? Because it was nothing special or because something happened? I mean, if you're going to walk out of a restaurant, the food should have insulted you.
1: Because they have a fucking anger problem, I assume. That's my best guess, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Huh. They they agreed to wait 15 minutes for hummus, took two bites, and then fucking bailed. That's so strange. And it contributed nothing. I have no idea if this restaurant's good or not, but one star.
0: One star.
1: Thank you, Yelp.
0: Fucking hell. We got one more. Okie doke.
1: We got Carol S. in a one star review.
0: What you doing, Carol?
1: This is a bit of a bonus. Okay. No show for a fair. Planned a luncheon using ye- Yeonis. Can't stress that enough. Yeonis.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, the spelling, it's on your Yelp app. You Don't... can see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is too much to ask.
1: Planned a luncheon using Yeonis as our caterers. Went three times to firm all plans. Gave large deposit. Gave copy of invitation to owners. They assured me everything would be perfect. They promised to be extra early, and I had nothing to worry about. Day of affair, it started to get close to the time guests were to arrive and no Yiannis. Oh, no. After many phone calls to owners and staff still no food, owners called and said, how can I make this up to you? Please, I begged, bring something for my guests to eat. They never showed up.
0: Holy shit.
1: Never trust these people. They ruined my luncheon.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Carol. Fuck, <laughs> Carol, you got screwed.
1: Damn. Damn. <laughs> Please, I begged, bring something for my guests Please, to eat.
0: Please, I beg of you.
1: I can't possibly run to the fucking Aldi. I well,
0: can't possibly. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, mean, I Listen, agree. They got Carol screwed, gave, but gave them a lot of money, evidently.
1: Carol probably got the deposit back. They did not show up.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, in the moment, if you're talking to them and they're like, what can we do? Your answer is going to be, bring some fucking food. Like. <sighs> give me food that's your job you're a restaurant
1: right which i just is funny oh man oh man the things you have to i just love it
0: wow 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 do you want to talk about sex and nudity in children's films (laughs) (laughs) or nah you're not ready yet are you good
1: yeah i mean yeah i i know (laughs) but okay
0: um so I wanted my first portion to be like movies that people will probably remember pretty well.
1: Like Zootopia, yeah.
0: Yeah. But for my, for my second one, I wanted to do a movie that I love deeply. Two movies that I love deeply. Um, and I don't know how much other people know about them or remember them. And I'm hoping people don't remember them very much because that's funnier to me when you read these things and you don't remember if they happened or not.
1: Okay, I'm in.
0: We're going to talk about Babe.
1: <laughs> everybody fucking knows babe but
0: like how much do you remember about babe you remember james cromwell saying that'll do pig yeah. and what else do you remember what babe's about
1: um it's a talking pig i i perpetually who? get it mixed up with charlotte's web so no not it's really It's a
0: talking pig who learns to do what babe
1: play basketball
0: heard sheep Oh right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 see yeah now it's all coming pig. back to you. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. sheepdogs teach the pig to herd sheep. That's the movie. The dog the pig becomes a like contest winning sheep herder.
1: And the and the pig has like a really annoying little kid voice.
0: The pig's voice is precious. Yeah. Um there is sex and nudity in this film.
1: Well, yeah, babe's naked. The whole time. The whole time.
0: Got his little pig ass out.
1: <laughs> Just showing um, off them good tasty hunches.
0: What I like about this section is that it is clearly all written by the same user. All of the different posts are written by the same user. Okay. Because they are numbered. However, there is no number one. Two. Two (laughs) mild urination jokes at the beginning. Babe, as a baby piglet, urinates on Farmer Hoggett's shoes when they both first meet each other. We do not see the urination.
1: three i mean i don't consider urination sex or nudity but some people might <coughs> it some is if people... you have
0: a piss kink
1: yeah some people are into that that's cool
0: three mild but rude names like big buttheads
1: oh no way
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. i
1: i had a friend whose parents sent an angry letter to nickelodeon <laughs> When Nickelodeon made that season of a show called uh, Butt Ugly Martians.
0: Oh, I remember Butt Ugly Martians.
1: It did not do well. No, it did not. They sent a letter because it had butt in the title.
0: How could it?
1: My friend was in like sixth grade. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, no. They need to know about the parent's guide. (laughs) Yeah. They're probably still using it to censor that that kid's content.
1: They definitely have been on the parent's guide. Yeah, 100%. One hundo.
0: Damn. Four. A mild reference to castration. A man says, snip, snip, and makes a very brief scissors gesture. However, the castration never happens.
1: (laughs) A very brief reference to ribbon cutting.
0: (laughs) Snip, snip, however, no ribbons are cut in the film.
1: A very brief reference to scrapbooking.
0: (laughs) Snip, snip, however, no scrapbooks are harmed in the making of the film. (laughs) five explaining to babe in regards to trying to imitate a rooster how he tried it with the hens but it didn't work meaning that he tried to make eggs with the hens i didn't pick up on this one when i was a kid so yours shouldn't either oh well good so nothing to worry about
1: but also was there
0: something to worry about obviously there's a rooster You know, yeah, excuse me. Do you know the other name for a rooster?
1: Richard Nixon? <laughs> no?
0: It's cock. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the second category we're going to talk about for Babe um, is frightening and intense scenes.
1: Do you think anyone's ever made the joke about how instead of chicken salad, it's cock salad? Do you think anyone's ever done that?
0: No, I think you're the first one cool um because we don't make chicken salad out of roosters <laughs> we make it out of chickens <laughs>
1: well unless you want unless you want the really raunchy cock chicken salad <laughs> if you want the chicken salad with edge
0: you know there's there's these new uh businesses popping up like chicken salad chick can, i just can your new business just be raunchy cock salad <laughs> <laughs> just serves chicken salad
1: <laughs> um, I just it could be a great because like at hatcheries they don't keep the male chicks, which is the real problem with eggs. yeah, because they don't keep male like male chicks die in huge numbers. so yeah. like instead of that, you raise the roosters all together, sure, that's gonna be fine, and then you make cock salad <laughs> and you, you sell it at you sell it at like the Spencer's gifts, you know, and it's yeah. just chicken salad, but you put a little bit of cayenne in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One A duck is slaughtered For Christmas dinner Off screen
1: Off screen This is the violence
0: Fight uh, Frightening and intense scenes
1: Oh okay Alright
0: right. Two. Oh no 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 Sorry Three The scene involving The cat taunting babe Is quite unpleasant <laughs> Four The scene involving Farmer Hoggett Pointing a gun at Babe is also quite frightening.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you want to know the best thing about Babe? Yeah. The best thing about 1995's, I mean, what a fucking year. 1995's Babe.
1: The best year.
0: Um, Is that it was followed by the sequel with the best fucking name a sequel's ever had.
1: Yeah. The the, the sequel name to define all sequel names. 100% agreed. I've made that joke a billion times. I love it. Yeah. Babe, pig in the city. Pig in the city. You can you can take that and use it for anything, anything. and it's funny. I
0: love it. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> Why are all sequels not that?
1: Justin Trudeau too. Pig in the city.
0: Pig in the city. <laughs> um <laughs> Fast, furious, pig in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> And I'm going to read I'm going to read the, the, the synopsis For Pig in the City Just in case people Don't have the same love That I do Babe Fresh from his victory In the sheep herding contest Returns to Farmer Hoggett's farm But after Farmer Hoggett Is injured And unable to work Babe has to go To the big city To save the farm which is the wildest premise for children's movie. (laughs) This is fucking bananas to begin with. Every sentence in that synopsis was crazy.
1: Um, (laughs) Remember that time that one TV character jumped the shark? Let's do that. Shark in the city. Let's launch right over it.
0: (laughs) Sex and nudity. In a street setting, seen twice... We see several women in very skimpy bikinis that show a great deal of cleavage, as well as the sides of breasts. And some partially bare butts in high-cut bottoms, including a frontal view of an extremely narrow bathing suit front.
1: Ooh, wow.
0: Evidently... That's actually pretty risque. Evidently, there's a nudie scene, and I I don't remember it, so it couldn't have been that scarring, because I did watch this movie quite a bit as a child, but I don't remember boobies.
1: I mean, but that's just the the series aging with its audience, right? You know? Yeah. Gets a little bit more mature in the second one. Yeah. Just
0: like uh, any
1: good good franchise. Any
0: good franchise pulls out side boob in the second movie. Yeah.
1: Empire Strikes oh, Back, a no. lot of side boob.
0: Uh, yeah, honestly. Uh. I mean, and there would have been side boob in the Two Towers, but there's not enough women. <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> Except for that one cutaway to Gladriel, which is really weird.
0: That, that part's strange. It's
1: only in the extended edition.
0: <laughs> Um,
1: Gladriel just delivers some lines really weirdly and then also some side boob.
0: Some side boob, but it comes from Gimli. (laughs) 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 Zooty gives live birth to twins. Although it happened off screen, the scene is slightly graphic.
1: Yeah? Can it be graphic off screen? Uh, Yeah. Okay. You hear baby noises. Oh, and I mean, little kids can't know that at one point, they were even littler. They, what? They were even smaller.
0: No thanks. Mrs. Hoggett gets strip searched at the airport after an accident involving a drug sniffing dog. Not as explicit as it sounds.
1: <laughs> but pretty weird.
0: But very strange
1: but very strange and unnecessary also probably. something I
0: do not remember from babe pig in the city
1: alright <laughs> alright everybody this writer's room is getting really out of hand and I we just need some actual good ideas for this kids movie about a talking pig who's lost in a city
0: <laughs> strip search
1: okay <laughs> okay now we're getting into some, how can we work that into the plot okay
0: okie dokey. okie <laughs> dokie Profanity. There was one use of what sounded like God as an exclamation. No. Yes.
1: No. Yes. Oh, the humanity.
0: The (laughs) divinity, actually. Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to wrap up, obviously, with frightening and intense scenes. Just to bring it back to, to reality for one moment. Men in dark coats parentheses, businessmen, slowly approach the Hoggett farm in a scene where they know their farm is about to be foreclosed. With the 2008-2010 recession, the scene may be disturbing and emotional to some families.
1: I mean, legitimately, you had me at Men in Dark Suits yeah honestly it, it's like, 2019 there's nothing fucking scarier right than, I, than a man in a dark suit and with I just, an agenda
0: i felt like bright fucking hell
1: <laughs> there's nothing more terrifying I,
0: I read that one and it suddenly that was the moment where i was like okay this this service does have some merit yeah You're right that's <laughs> fucking terrifying that's bad <laughs> So I'm going to be really funny for a while and then remember, just remind everyone that these are dark times. (laughs) They have been dark times for a while. Yeah. Dark too, dark in the city. (laughs) (laughs) And on that super duper happy note, if you would like to pitch a movie for me to look at the parent's guide for, I am super into it right now. So if you liked this segment, give me some more ideas. Um, you can do that at foreveracritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone. We also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Critic Everyone.
1: Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend. Please tell a friend. Uh, we're really trying to grow. We are frankly kind of out of ideas. Um, we only really ever had the one idea with the Jumbotron. Turns out you're only allowed to do one of those, which is fair, which is fair Totally
0: fair. We just did not know.
1: We did not know they refunded us. It's fine. But we don't really know, like, short of short of standing on the street and handing out business cards, which if you've ever listened to a second of this show, you know we're never going to do that, because we're both cowards. And we both have deep anxieties about everything, so...
0: I was kidding. Cowards <laughs> is a little harsh, and my therapist wouldn't like you saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you are really good at promotion for media and you have some ideas let us know we are open to suggestions we're open to
1: suggestions and if you've ever used google before you know that that shit's not helpful so we're not really sure what our options are
0: but we know we would love it if you would you told your friends and also if you're a person who is comfortable writing a review on itunes that would also be helpful or just getting on there and giving us a star rating helps like bump you up in the the list of podcasts that people have ever listened to in the whole universe cool 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 so i would like to thank guillaume tucker for bebop molecule which is our ad break music jazar for green lights which is our outro and always steve combs for drag chain which is our fucking bop of an intro
1: it fucking slaps it fucking slaps like donkey kong and on that note We'll catch you next Wednesday.